Radio Bypass, the place to hear new music. Today on Radio Bypass, we are about to have a conversation about another young band you need to know, Liliac. Joining us to tell us all about the band is their lead vocalist, Melody. Thanks for joining us, Melody. Hi, I'm Melody from Liliac. Thank you for introducing me to everyone. Um, my band is filled up with brothers and sisters who love to rock. <laughs> it's, a, it's amazing to me. Yeah, a whole family of rockers, including your dad on the production yeah. side, right? Yeah, including our dad. He is our manager and uh, producer on our music. He records us. He produces us, you know, does all the extra stuff that we couldn't do without him. That's that's awesome. So um, I, I, it's been a couple of years since I first ever played John Radio Bypass. So let's talk a little bit first about how the band came together. I mean, you guys are all young now, but you started when how old was the youngest when you guys started playing out on the Santa Monica Pier? Well, yeah, the, the youngest, he was like probably seven years old, six, seven years old. But how the band started was uh, it started with my dad because ever since he was growing up, he always loved to do music. So he built his own studio starting out. And so he had us. Right. And then he's like, OK, I'm going to make a band out of you guys. And we're like, OK. So then um, he he actually magically picked out each instruments for us. And it worked out that we grew up to love those instruments you know, but later on, um, I wanted to choose to just be a front singer. And so I taught Ethan the bass. And so I gave him the bass and then he started learning on his own. So, yeah, it's amazing how- that you would all I mean, siblings usually are very different interests so that all of you are interested in music is pretty cool. And yeah, I, think, I think I think kind of unique. Yeah. So. All right. So. All right. So six or seven years old when you guys started. And even now, what's the age range now? You're like, what, 14 to 22 or something like that? Yes, it's 14 to 23. 14 to 23. Yeah. Um, Amazing to me. So how did you guys, I'm guessing your dad, maybe. How did you guys get into this style of music? Most young people or at least the vast majority anyway, aren't into this style of rock and roll. What, what, what drove you to this kind of music? Well, yeah, when we first started, like, um, we didn't know, like first started ever, we didn't know that much of rock and roll, but then as a family together, my dad started bringing in some songs from the rock genre and we're like, okay, we like this, you know? Because back then, our first band that we kind of only listened to was Queen, and we thought that was super heavy until my dad, like, brought Metallica and the Megadeth. And then we also have a friend at Downey Music Center in California, and he he taught us about all these other bands, too, and we listened to their music. And then my dad and him, um, I think it was my dad, he played Dio in the car or something, and I was like oh, I like it. So I really fell in love with Dio and I became like a super fan of Dio. <laughs> well, that's a good choice. One of the best for sure. Yeah. But, but everybody, I mean, all of your siblings, you're all into this style of music and your stuff hits hard. And yeah. you, know, you mentioned Dio falling in love with him. What would you say? Because your, your vocals are amazing to me on every song that I listen to. And 
it, it's so powerful. What was Dio a big influence on how you shaped your singing style? Yes, definitely. When I was 15, because that's when I discovered him. It was pretty late. Like we knew about all these other bands when I was like 13. But when I was 15, that's when I first heard about Dio. And I'm like, I want to sound like him. So then throughout the years, I just I only listened to his songs and just learned how to sing like him and stuff like that. It took me a while, but I I think I, I kind of got somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did kind of get somewhere. <laughs> oh, for sure you did. And then um, as far as uh, um, kind of how your career went to, at some point you were on, I, I don't end up watching a lot of TV, but you ended up on America's Got Talent as well, the whole family band? Yes, we did. Honestly, um, they actually told us to just come on the show to play. You know how some people have to like audition and stuff like that? Well, with like certain people that already has like a big following or fan base like us, they literally just ask us, hey, we want to put you on AGT. Can you come and audition? And we're like, yeah, sure, we can do it. You know, because there has to be a pre-audition before the audition. So, yeah, they're like, they found us and they're like, oh, yeah, you guys want to come? We're like, yeah, okay. So we did the first round and we made it through the first round. But then that's when like the pandemic hit and everything went down. So we had to do the um, talent shows through a computer like you know through zoom and i'm like yeah we're discussing about it and we're like we can't play live rock and roll music through a computer screen it's gonna sound all glitchy and stuff like that you know how could you like pass somebody if you can't really hear hear every quality the way it is you know so we're like maybe next time so we kind of got out of it because we had more important things to do, like finish our Queen of Hearts album, which we got to do that. Right, right. And that came out uh, what toward the end of 2020, if I remember, like October, maybe of that yeah, year. October. I think it came out like on Halloween or before Halloween. I can't remember, but it was like yeah. near Halloween. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. And as far as albums, that's that's the only full album so far. And then you've got an EP as well, right? Yes, uh, that is the full album. And then Chain of Thorns is an EP. It's like half the album, like half of an album. Right. But it's only original songs. And now we're currently working on our third album. You know, we're writing a bunch of songs, recording them. You know, we're going to like definitely put it all together once we finish this 2022 Moonlight Tour. Right. Which it looks like you got quite a lot of dates uh, starting out this saturday in uh florida at burt's pavilion live concert series um and then it looks like you're going pretty much most of june you get a little bit of a break july and then uh some of august um so it looks like you got a lot of dates scheduled is this uh, you know just everything seems to have grown organically for you then you mentioned america's got talent reaching out to you guys was that via all these videos that you started getting notoriety on YouTube or how, you know, how, how does the how's what's the trajectory been for you guys? Well, yes. Um, a lot of the, uh, cover videos helped us a lot with like building the fan base and stuff like that. Cause when we first started, we're like, okay, but like we're performing on the pier, but like, you know, we're not getting that noticeable. So we're like, we should start just putting YouTube videos out. So we started doing cover songs and then, First, it was the world best, the world's best that contacted us. It was another TV show that we were on. And then we're like, okay, we'll do that one. But in the meantime, we put out Rainbow in the Dark 
the cover music video and that one kind of blasted off for us where like a lot of people started getting interested in us mm-hmm. and so that was like okay since i'm gonna use this to book a whole tour and then so we booked the whole 2019 tour and that's how we got a lot of people to come and became a lot of people became lot a lot of a lot of people became our fans especially through the 2019 tour i had to say and that music video and then um as we progressed, we also put out more music videos, and I really like the last one that we put, um, Seven Nation Army. Have you seen that one yet? I have not seen that one. I I was going to look at it today before we got together, and I just didn't have a chance yet, but I will. I will check it out. Okay. Okay, good. I'm excited. I hope you like it. Oh, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> I will. I've liked everything so far. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that's, just, that's just so cool. Um, and my favorite from Queen of Hearts probably is Crazy Nights. That's probably my oh, my favorite song, I think. I, although, I don't know, it's hard to pick because there's so many good songs on that album. But but yeah, there, that chorus, I could picture that song going down real well live. Yes, I love to play that song live. Maybe when we come by uh, California, we might play that one for you. Okay, okay. Well, I'm planning on being there that that. Uh, for so for my Chicago friends and all my pals back in Chicago, if you if you can go catch Liliac at the Arcada, June seventeenth. Is anybody else playing with you on these dates, or is this all you? Um, I am not one hundred percent sure because me, I'm mostly the one who just like follows along. Like my dad books everything. I'm like, okay, I'll be there. Gotcha. So that's gotcha. I- all right. Well, just look at at uh, Arcada's website to find out for sure what time the Liliac <laughs> goes on. But June seventeenth for my Chicago friends, and then for my Sacramento friends, they're going to be at the Goldfield Trading Post, July 29th, Which is, uh, I think, I was telling you before we started, what a great venue that is. I got a chance to go there to see Richie Katzen and Adrian Smith, and was blown away at how great of a place that is. In fact, Richie, I know, liked it so much. He's going to be there again on his own. Um, when I interviewed him, we talked about that place and he really liked it as well. So great, great venue there. And then for my friends up in Wisconsin, too, you guys are going to be at the Wisconsin State Fair, August 13th. Um, so you're doing a lot of dates around areas that I know a lot of people. So <laughs> a lot of chances to check out Liliac. So you're, so you're doing this tour now and then uh, let's see, it looks like you get a break a little bit in August and you've got one more gig in September. So will you be spending the fall recording some new music? Um, yeah, yeah, most likely we will. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, we got to get a second full album. That was the first one was like 13 songs. So I think we need 13 more uh, songs released. OK, <laughs> at least 10 to 13. There you go. I like it. I like it. And obviously you've people have uh, really discovered you because also there was uh, I don't know if this was on the Santa Monica Pier, but Stuart Copeland from the police uh, played with you. Yeah, it was crazy because like, um, okay, so there's like a lot of people who come by the pier that are famous, like, for example, Arnold Sturgeonegger, sometimes we see him just riding his bike. Uh But yeah, Copeland said that a lot of times he was riding his bike and he watched us and then he was doing a documentary about 
drumming or something like that and he was like oh I want to I want to like bust with you guys we're like okay that's gonna be super cool so yeah they put us and Sarah Copeland um in the documentary it was so cool oh that's awesome that is a document the documentary's out then I guess we can find that (laughs) yes I think it's out from where on BBC on BBC okay all right now I'm gonna have to look for that I wasn't familiar with that yeah that is it's got to be amazing then to have a guy like that just come and jam with you. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I liked it. Like he jumped on the guitar and everybody was like, confused for a second, Stuart Copeland on guitar. But then afterwards he started playing um, the drums with us. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that is. That's amazing. What did you, uh, what songs did you do with him? Well, we played Enter Sandman and that's when he played the guitar. But then he freestyled on one of our songs, uh, Not Afraid, that we played. So that was pretty cool, him re- freestyling. Like, it fit all together. And then I looked at him when to end the song, and he was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. Well, that is great. I am so amazed that you've gotten this much attention in, I think, yeah. a somewhat short period of time, really, right? I mean seems like 2019 on is when things really started moving fast for you guys. I have to agree with that. I felt that too. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing to me. That's awesome. And another question I have, being young folks that you are, um, you know, I've, got, I've interviewed several young musicians. There's a great couple of great young acts here in the Sacramento area too. And uh, I always kid him but the the singer from a band called red voodoo always tells me it's a rock revolution it's coming back but i'm curious you know what your impression is you know do you see is it mostly old guys like me that come out to see the band or do you find people in your guys's age range that are embracing this style of music yeah well uh surprisingly i see a lot of young kids like our age that come to our show i mean like the majority I would say it would have to be like like thir- late thirties and up, but like I see some of a lot of young kids that come and they're like, "Oh, I saw you on AGT. Oh, I saw you on Holy Divers," the song that made me got into you. So there's a lot of kids our age that do love this music, you know. So I I really feel like it it, it yeah I really feel like young people really really like this kind of music as well. All right, all right, I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged. Um, cause I, yeah, I just, I just, it just blows my mind, I guess. I just didn't think yeah. this would get embraced by another generation of young folks. So I'm really happy and I'm, and I appreciate you for carrying that torch. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. And then just one last thing, going back to your vocals, um, you know, we talked about Dio and everything, but have you had any vocal training at all, or is just, just natural, just pouring out of you? Well, my dad uh, used to uh, take singing lessons back in his age. And then so he was the one that taught me how to sing. And we figured it all out, how to, the way how to sing that works for me. So it was me and my dad. We kind of and I do like do vocal warm ups, you know, before I go out, because I don't want to just go out and then like, oh, no, I messed up. So yeah, I do <laughs> warm up just in case to have everything ready. But yeah, on the vocal, like on the vocals, how we got to this place, um, my dad definitely helped me out on this one. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Amazing. All right. Was, um, before we, we, what's that? My dad was my vocal coach. 
All right. Well, good job, Dad. Good job. Because you have got an amazing voice. You really do. Thank you. Um, before we wrap up, is there anything that we haven't talked about? Anything else we should know about Liliac? Ooh. I don't know. I kind of feel like Liliac, they kind of have, we have to kind of be very mysterious, you know, so people can be intrigued by us. Like, Ooh, who are they about? So I think it was really like, this was good enough. Like, okay. I know on you. All right. And then lastly, I'm going to add a couple of your songs to the, the to the end of this interview. I want people to hear some of your music as well, since we've been talking about it. Um, I think I'm going to add nothing. But what song of yours should I also add? You pick one. Mm, have you tried? Um, what's a good one? Have you tried Dear Father? Nope, I have not. Your dear Father. All right, there you go. Straight from Melody's mouth, folks. So you're going to hear those, those two songs right at the end of this interview. Well, Melody, thank you so much for coming by Radio Bypass and telling us about Liliac. Love the band. Very happy for you and your family. And I hope you have a great tour starting Saturday in Florida. And uh, hopefully we'll talk again. And maybe I'll see you in July if I get the chance to say hi. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me here. It was a lot of fun. And I can't wait to see you guys. And you. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. All right, everybody, check out some music right now from Liliac. We're going to kick it off, I think, with your song, Melody. We'll go with yours okay. first. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, I I'll append this in a few moments. So thanks again, Melody. Have a great rest of the day. Thank you. You too. Rock on and rock hard. So that was my fun conversation with Melody from Liliac. I hope you enjoyed our conversation and I know I said we're going to play two of Liliac's songs now at the end of the interview but I think I'm actually going to give you three so we're going to start out with her pick Melody's pick Dear Father and then a song that I really love called Nothing and then we're going to end it with their version of the White Stripes Seven Nation Army uh, so you get a good taste of what Liliac is all about and hopefully you can go see them when they pass through near you. I know I'm looking forward to going to see the band play live in July near me. And so happy to see some more young rockers keeping rock and roll alive for another generation. So without any further ado, here's Dear Father from Liliac. <laughs> Legacy, past the seas of mystic dreams, divine what's 
Definition of 